How long, Dave Harrigan, uh, Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan here on CCO, how long have we had the expression, hold my beer? That's been around for a while, right? I feel like it's really come into prominence within the last five years. Yeah. But it's been around before that, I'm sure. When you have a $75 million donation and you're the University of St. Thomas and, I mean, you don't get donations quite this much <laughs> all the time, but man, they get a staggering amount of donated money. Nice to what see they'll be able to get a new building up there. Yeah, exactly. I just was with the DeRushes, Carl and I, at Gus Gus the other day, right there in the heart of St. Thomas. If I go back to Gus Gus tonight, I assume another building has been built. I pretty just sure. started since then. <laughs> it's already done. I believe you they're know? just going to start building in the middle of Summit Avenue. They say, sorry, we need this. Eminent domain. They might want to go back to town and country and make, make an offer again. Town and country, close circuit to you. You had a nice run. Take the cash. Take the cash. Wow. Move on. It's historic. It's fun. Some of the TNC people, a little delusional about the golf course. I got to be honest. A little delusional about the golf course. You know, we can all be a little protective about things in our lives. I think the TNC, not on, you know, the fun, the atmosphere and all that, but on the golf course itself, it's just okay. It's just okay. Um, $75 million donation for the new arena for basketball and hockey games. Lee and Penny Anderson. The U of M. Again, here's another accurate take. Williams Arena is now a dump. It's a dump. I've spent hundreds of hours of my life attending games at Williams Arena. The time to move on from Williams Arena was about 25 years ago. Part of the reason why they had all these renovation plans, Dave Harrigan, and not to rebuild it, they don't think they can raise the money. They don't have the Lee and Penny Anderson who's going to kick in $50 million, $100 million. So bravo to St. Thomas for pulling this off. And if anybody's surprised by what they're doing with fundraising and success academically and athletically, um, take your head out of the sand. None of this should be a surprise at all. It's a great school. You talk about loyalty to a school, man. A lot of friends who uh, (laughs) will not say a cross word about their times at uh, St. Thomas. You have that funding talk. Then we have Governor Walls, and part of his budget rolled out today, increasing education spending by $2.2 billion over the next four years and create a new state agency centered on children, youth, and families. He revealed a $12 billion portion of the budget today. So, some of the details he proposed expanding the state's child 
and dependent care tax credit, which the administration said would help about 100000 with child care costs. Families that earn less than 200000 could get up to 4000 if they have one child, 8000 for two children, 10500 for three kids. That is significant money, Dave Harrigan. That is uh, a big change. He's also pushing for a child tax credit for lower-income Minnesotans, which would give families 1000 per child up to 3000 So this Department of Children, Youth, and Families would take over some of the current agencies. goes back, as I'm reading from the Star Tribune story, 95 creation by Ernie Carlton, frequent guest of the show, Children, Families, and Learning Department, who merged their work under various agencies. Then Tim Pawlenty renamed the Department of Education what he described as uh, an effort to get back to the core mission of educating children. Walls aims to reduce school districts, and this is one that hits home for me, aims to reduce how much school districts are paying for special education by 50% and wants to spend hundreds of millions to provide free meals to all students he also proposed $158 million more for youth and student mental health needs. This is, harkens back to one of the biggest differences between Tim Walls and Scott Jensen. Tim Walls, Peggy Flanagan, Scott Jensen, Matt Burke. Tim Walls would cite his time as a teacher, Dave. Knowing it firsthand would cite a lot of data about students' success and say we should only improve on it. Scott Jensen would say money is not the answer to this. We continue to pour more and more money into this, and we don't get the results we need to allow for greater innovation. We need to allow for more private schools. We need to do things different, and we don't need more money. And when you would see people surveyed on this, Dave, Walls would crush Jensen on it. We already have a lot of money for schools. We do. To act like we don't is just a lie. Um. I still would like to see a lot of this money where, we, for me personally, money going back to taxpayers and also changing how overtaxed we are. We are an overtaxed state, in my opinion. And I get a lot of this crazy surplus is driven by COVID money, which no longer is coming doesn't mean our budget has to get bigger every single time. And it does. Some child tax credits make a lot of sense to me. And on the special education funding, this no longer affects me at all. Okay, Quentin is out of school. But it is an embarrassment. It is a stain on our country, locally, statewide, and in particular at the federal level, how shameful we are 
and not spending the right and significant amount of money that we have guaranteed for special education, and we fail. We have so many individuals in our society who might be six months, might be six years, might be 16, might be 66, and for some reason, a part of their chromosome, which is a scintilla, is just a little off, and the opportunities which they have for life are different than yours and mine. They're still plentiful. They're still amazing. They're just different, and there's degrees. Because to some of them, they're not as plentiful. They're not as beautiful. But for many, they are. I am incredibly lucky that Q was in a school with great special education. Great. We rarely came away thinking there should have been more. We're the rarity. We are the rarity. So I remember directly raising this to Mark Dayton and to Tim Walls and saying, you are failing in this area. So on special education, bravo. But Dave, they're, they're, they're you know, and, and listen, for... Us to need a new state agency, as a good friend of mine just pointed out in text. Do we really need a new state agency outside of the Department of Education? With the Department of Children, Youth, and Families? I'm a little dubious of that, Dave. My first thought is I think we can do this within the Department of Education, don't you? (laughs) That's my first thought is. What does that say about the work the Department of Education has been doing? Yes. I mean, this does come up like Democrats, what's your default? If we've got money, let's spend money. And and then the default from the Democrats, are you against children? No. No. Uh, again, I'm saying a lot of these child tax credits and dependent care tax credits make a lot of sense. And without a doubt, Special education funding. But what the hell is the Department of Education doing? And by the way, are we going to take away significant funding from the Department of Education if we're now going to have this new agency? Is that really going to happen, Dave? What's the likelihood of that taking place? I don't see it as a strong likelihood, Chad. No, (laughs) I don't either. Because it turns into one of these zero-sum games, right? Well... If you're not for this, you must hate education. <laughs> and Jensen and Burke stepped into it way too often. Nuance wasn't exactly a calling card for that campaign in many issues. But I'll be curious. I mean, well, let's do this. Let's pause. When you hear this about this type of money, spending $2.2 billion over the next four years, and creating a new state agency centered on children, youth, and families. Some of these ideas, to me, have merit. The money for special education, absolutely. But as big as the Department of Education is already, do we really need another department? Because I'm a no.
And is there any chance we'll just not increase the budget one of these years? And what's the likelihood any of this money is coming back to us in some way? Because I think that idea has left. I don't think that is happening. And the bigger way would be through tax changes as opposed to the so-called walls checks. Let me know. Think this idea is absolutely brilliant from Governor Walls? And the likelihood that he's got the uh, Democratic-controlled House and Senate with him? You hate it? You want to provide some nuance? Let me know. 651-461-9226. I don't think I've heard this Dolly tune before. I was not familiar with it before today either. Daddy's moonshine wow. still. Uh, Q and uh, Ellen, who's doing a great job helping out uh, Q certain days of the week, just came back from the movie the- theaters, as my friends down south would say. Brought back, uh, Quinny, of course, ordered way too much. Reese's Pieces. Where are they on the uh, candy rankings for you? They're good, but 10 out of 10 times, if I'm going to get something Reese's, it's going to be the peanut butter cup. They're a wannabe m They're a wannabe m and Oh, they're better than m and Not even close. No. Well, they're not. Well, they're absolutely better than plain m I mean, it's like comparing your golf game to Tigers in 2000. Okay. Now, the peanut m M&M, that's a different situation comparing that. I'm, I'm, empanadas, Reese's, Reese's Pieces. I don't think this is really a healthy afternoon for me. That's working I just out told, so I was texting with Blois. I just told him to call in with no warning. So if, if Blois calls in, pot him up. Pot him up. Uh, among the texts here on the um, – the uh, I'm distracted by something else. Um, we're talking about the uh, governor's education proposal, new agency, and the amount of money offered up for a number of these programs. I just I don't see how we need another agency to supplement the Department of Education. Um, <clears throat> among the tax here. Special ed is an odd place to spend money in free lunches. Living in rocks and cows area and having a kid who needs special help and having the programs cut does not. Oh, I think this person meant to say good. Okay, because I was very confused when I read the first time. So special ed is a good place to spend money and free lunches. Living in rocks and cows area and having a kid with special needs and having these programs cut does not help remember texture says to me you're a news organization please do not perpetuate the term walls checks you're not obligated to use those words that ends propaganda the news you might want to more accurately refer to them as return of funds from overtaxation. well i can i can add a couple of things this is a talk show where we're allowed to give opinions this isn't a straight news dissemination uh three hours uh the walls checks, and I believe I called them the so-called walls checks. And a lot of the money, by the way, 
is also from COVID funds, not just overtaxation. And I also said previously, I think we're an overtax state. So this last texter, you might want to listen and understand the concepts that we're offering up right now. More text here. The difference between what the state pays and what it actually costs in the special education is a cross-subsidy. In our district, the cross-subsidy last year was $4.4 million. That means our district had to take $4.4 million out of the general fund to subsidize what the state mandates but won't pay for it. That means less general fund dollars for everything, bigger class sizes, fewer programs, expanded walk zones, etc. Yeah, I mean, that is something where that money should have been there, and it affects indirectly and directly. Our friend Blois Olson has called in. All right, is the headline the money, or is the headline that Governor Walls wants to propose a new special agency to supplement the already enormous Department of Education? I think it's the state agency, Chad, and um, that's the surprise to me. It's not clear to me yet. I'm still digging through 10 pages of details um, to know. The one thing is he could move part of human services over to this department uh, and make it education and the part of human services that is child care and some of those more um, special programs, because he has talked about splitting the Department of Human Services before. So that might be one part of it. But um, but just to put it in perspective, and, and I'm, again, I'm just kind of going through these pages here. We have 10 pages of details, which education is important, but he's lumped child care in. He's re- lumped regional libraries in. He's lumped um, special ed naturally in, universal meals, um, English learning, indexing English to, to inflation, Expansion of pre-kindergarten, uh, more child care workers, uh, tax credits for tutoring. Um, and I think that's like three pages or two pages that I just went that's through. That's a lot. That is a lot. It's a lot. Is he? No, yeah. yeah. No, it's you an education state. No, it's an education state. So I think people are there. But I, I, I think that the idea of a new state agency and doing this, is is potentially, you know, maybe it's Wall's Achilles heel is that he doesn't focus on like what the mood of the people is, is just propose a plan to fix it and make it simple is, is that all these details and all these details. And, you know, my sense is that each one of these details is to one constituency group that asked for something or that he wants to make happy. So a lot of times, in fact, most of the times, You know this well. A governor will propose something, and then obviously the House and Senate, they have to debate it, and who knows what eventually comes back to the governor, and then obviously we have our regular, no longer special sessions, our bonus sessions, because they have them so many times. Because the Democrats also control the House and the Senate, do you think there was more coordination this time, or was this still the budget, the the wall team saying, here's our first shot, we know you philosophically agree, but you go ahead and debate what we've offered up already. I don't think there's as much coordination as people would anticipate. 
And there's two reasons. One is I think the governor is throwing all the spaghetti at the wall trying to see what he can stick. The legislature has said they are going to lean on the governor for the details of the budget and the numbers. And so I think that that is where um, that is where he's saying, here's everything we could possibly do. I'll let the legislature sort it out. The other thing that's more interesting to me today, and we'll have more of this tomorrow, and I'll try to talk to some folks about how this happened. A group of Senate Democrats today called for an education bill ASAP to get money to schools now in advance of the governor's proposal. So that tells me that some legislators wanted the governor to move a bill faster that he said, no, that's up to you guys. And so I do think you're starting to see the first sign, and it's a little one, that there might be some disagreement in how to tackle this quickly. Is it fair to say, if we are talking about Governor Scott Jensen, the difference of this announcement between Walls and Jensen is about the size of the Grand Canyon? Yeah, it's basically your handicap versus my handicap. It's you know, a little larger than that, I probably would say. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's a um, big difference. It's a big yes. difference. I mean, it's a and, – and by the way, I mean, Scott Jensen said, you know, he was – we'll cut schools, we'll increase schools. Who knows what Scott Jensen would have come out with, right? Yeah, right. And this is where during the campaign, you and I have talked about it. I'll keep talking about it. Governor Walls didn't provide a lot of specifics. He didn't provide a lot of what he's going to do in his second term. This is the first big signal about what he's going to try to do. And I thought his inaugural speech laid it out well. Who wouldn't want to live in the greatest state in the union for families and kids? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But is, is this the way to get there? That's the real question. And, oh, by the way, we already ranked second in the country, according to the latest standing, on where to raise a family. So... Yeah. How, how much how much more do we need to overtake Massachusetts? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, in sports, a lot. In education, maybe not that much. We're not exactly Mississippi, and uh, too bad Mississippi. No. Uh, the data is the data. Um, if this is uh, if this is one Minnesota, I'm reaching out across uh, partisan lines to to work with everybody. It's just not. I mean, it's just not who he he was significantly more of a centrist congressman than he has been as a governor. And if this is the opening act of uh, play number two, he's just tacking more to the left. Well, and let me give you a Republican's first talking point, probably. A new state agency means new state employees, which means more union employees. At a time when they've acknowledged the state already can't hire enough state employees, including today's story that says yep. we have a shortage of corrections officers for the foreseeable future. And if they need to, they've got uh, they've got their super PAC that'll just start pumping out education ads left and right if necessary to try to shape the agenda in this one. So, all right, good Absolutely. stuff. I know. I know you'll have more with Vanita tomorrow morning and mo- more on the uh, morning take. Uh, do you have a, do you have a golf trip planned sometime in the next month? I don't. I don't. It's And I'm looking out the window right now, and it's not going to be it's in my backyard close. anytime soon. Yeah, it's not yeah. close. All right. Thank yeah. you, my friend. Yeah. Blois Olson. 
government only gets bigger in the state. It never, ever gets smaller. Weather, traffic, next on CCM.